What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Pick and Roll Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Fridline. And I am Alan J. Pandian, and this is episode one of a new series we're calling Indie Analysis. Now, before you get confused of what Alan just said, Alan, say it again. Indie Analysis. I know what you're thinking. What on earth does Indie Analysis mean? Yeah. What are these two talking about? A new series of Indie Analysis. This is our attempt to not get trademarked and to think of something that's <laughs> creative. Indie analysis simply means individual analysis. So what we're going to be doing in this series, we're going to make sh- short videos, shorter than normal, less than 20 minutes, like 10 to 20 minutes. We're going to make one video for each NBA team. So there's 30 NBA teams. We are going to dive in individually and analyze each NBA team, hence yeah. indie analysis. We're going to be seeing how they did the past season and what they can do to improve uh, for the next season this and the future. Yes. So first off, we'll start with the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going by team alphabetical order. so Not city. Not city. So, so 76ers, it's a number, so it goes first. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So so next so next episode is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. See? Yeah, they they got it. They got it. <laughs> All right, All right, cool. All right. So, let's start off with their primary rotation. They started Tyrese Maxey at point guard, James Harden shooting guard, Matisse Thybulle small forward, Tobias Harris power forward, and Joel Embiid at center. Off the bench they had Shake Milton, Furkan Korkmaz, Georges Niang, and DeAndre Jordan. So, off the bat it's kind of I'm just seeing like a lot of top heavy, meaning that their starters take up very, most, very top heavy. most of the points, most of the minutes, most of this, like most of the output. So, um, not a lot of depth there. What are you thinking about that? Um, there's we've seen plenty of teams, um, succeed in the past in the NBA that had a small rotation, uh, a nine. I would say honestly, nine man rotation isn't abnormal whatsoever in mm-hmm. this league. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I that doesn't bat any eyes to me um, whatsoever. Yeah. I, they're, so going into the statistics, their bench points per game was 27 and a half about, and that ranked 28th out of 30, which After. is like – like very really, poor, really bad. Meaning, so yes, they're very top heavy. Yeah. They, so, their starters score all the points. Yeah, pretty much. So going on to the stats, what do you think? What do you think? They, yeah. So, so we got some stats laid out right here. Um, I'm not going to throw these numbers at you cause there's a lot. Um, but what really jumps off the page here and every single stat that we have listed out, um, points per game, three point percentage, field goal percentage, um, offensive points they put up, defensive points they allow. Um, they're actually quite mediocre mm-hmm. is the word that I can find. Yeah. Um, middle of the road, actually maybe even slightly below average. Yeah. And that really got me thinking. I was like, if they're, you know, average to below average in all these major statistical ca- uh, categories, why are they like consistently a top four, top three seed Yeah. in the East every year? And I was considered... Yeah could be title contenders yeah i i think the biggest reason this season was joel Embiid's mm-hmm. master class that he averaged 30 points a game as a center so and yeah. and um their rise of tyrese maxi young sophomore point guard he is on the rise i think he he's going to be a borderline all-star for these yeah. next few years and he's going to be an all-star at some point in his career so 
Um, I think those two are the two major factors for this past season. Obviously, James bringing James bringing in James Harden was a really nice move for them. And though he wasn't super spectacular in the playoffs, I think that him building more chemistry with his teammates and getting back in shape will be um, important and key. a key factor for them moving forward. I agree. I definitely agree. One thing that I um, really caught my eye with this little outline um, was their lack of depth, to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said, we've said already they're – their starters really carried them. And that's honestly a dangerous game to play, kind of playing with fire there. Yeah. Because you can't play 48 minutes in the NBA with all five of your starters. You've got to have some sort of spark plug glue guy mm-hmm. coming off the bench. Yeah. And to be honest with you, they don't really have that guy. Um, their bench, So their bench points, like we said, is one of the worst in the league. Yeah. And um, I, wrote, I wrote down on my page um, – they cannot get to the next level, meaning conference championship finals, yeah. without fixing this lack of depth. You you just can't really. Yeah, their leading bench scorer is Georges Niang, which, in all Who? honesty, that's like that's Who? not that's not good enough yeah. for a title contender at least. Yeah. So, and at the center position, you have Joel Embiid, who's who's been an injury riddled uh, player for his entire career. And like, and then the backup is an old DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. So it's just like averaging four and a half points. So you even saw that in the playoffs when Embiid went out against the Heat. DeAndre Jordan, though he wasn't terrible, he was more he was a negative on offense, a negative on defense. He he couldn't really guard. He couldn't really score. So he was he was. A, you really need that bench scoring. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and going on with backup center DeAndre Jordan, the 76ers ranked. Uh, almost bottom in the league in rebounds per game. They lang- they ranked 29th, which is like terrible. One from the worst in the league. So, yeah. like, with and uh, I also saw the stat that 40 percent of their rebounds were actually grabbed by Joel Embiid and James Harden. So, see, that's just um, yeah. I I so I grouped this with um the lack of depth. Yeah, you like if you I'm sorry, like if you want to win a championship, something's got to change. Yeah, like. Especially with the big guys, for sure. For sure. And then um, I kind of wanted to attack this other area that they do not have a lot of perimeter versatility, meaning that their 3 and D players are either only defensive players or only three-point shooters. Yeah. And even in their three-point shooters, they have like Tobias Harris, Furkan Korkmaz, and like Tyrus Maxey, James Harden kind of as their perimeter scores. Even they're not like – knock down for above 40% from the three shooters. So yeah. um, they need to find shooters who they lost Seth Curry last year in that trade for James Harden. And they lost Danny Green. They lost Danny Green too, which is huge for them. So, and their defensive players, Matisse, Thibel. Matisse Thibel, and they just traded for DeAnthony Melton, who's a strong defender, but even with Matisse Thibel, he's a, he's a literally like a, he's almost like a, has the Ben Simmons problem on offense Yeah, where like they can just leave him open and go double and bead. So not what you want. But they got rid of Simmons for a reason. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so. Well, well, see, well, I just, something's really got, like, they got to make some sort of move. I, yeah. If they keep the same, yeah. if they keep the same roster, I think they'll be another top seed in the East mm-hmm. and then be a second round bounce. Okay. At the best, make it to the conference championship. Yep. For sure. Unless, you know, James Harden decides to go, you know, 2018 Rockets mode and then Joel yeah. Embiid sticks with this. Yeah. 
I don't see anything else happening. I would love to see James Harden back in his prime. That would be that would be special to see Harden and Prime and Bead, Prime Harden. That that would be cool. So, yeah. Um, looking at their salaries, I really only had one huge problem with them, and that was Tobias. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris maximum max contract, one hundred eighty million for five years. That's just criminal, atrocious, highway robbery, highway robbery. Hey. Tobias Harris Highway Hall of Fame uh, bag chaser. Let's pretend. <laughs> so, don't the the problem with his contract is that he doesn't do anything except become be a, a decent scorer. Yeah. He averaged seventeen points a game, which is good, but like yeah. for for one hundred eighty million dollars, that's just not like that's just not worth it. So, not I think his money's worth. I think he's been a. In a limiting factor for them in the playoffs and in the regular season. Well, in the regular season he's been solid, but in the playoffs he's really been a detriment defensively, and offensively he hasn't. He has gone cold in the playoffs. So, hmm. it's. I think he's doing more harm to the organization than good with his contract. So. And that's that's not that's not ever a good situation to be in. Yeah. If yeah. it hurts more than it helps. Yeah. No might, good. Might need to move off of that. And all, even even with him on the court, their net rating, like their offensive and defensive rating, are like worse. So just like even with just having I mean, him on the court, it's one hundred eighty million to be worse. Yeah, precisely. So they 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 chose him over Jimmy Butler. Over Jimmy buckets. That's crazy, sir. Man. All right. Um. So moving on with that, let's go into our off season. Talk about what they should do this off season, at least. Yeah. Um. What one thing that I wrote down. Um. I've kind of mentioned it before. Um. I think they should pursue, like, aggressively just another, like, like add some depth to the power forward slash center position because you need depth there. Yeah. And you sure. need rebounding. It may, might not be a, you know, like a power forward center per se, but you need rebounding. So I would say pursue another power forward slash center. Yeah. For, like, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and um, I also have written down here. I think uh, they James Harden's already settled for a cheaper deal, and they're already um, pretty close to signing PJ Tucker. Even though the league has like launched an investigation into that for some reason, but I think they'll somehow they'll get PJ Tucker, which is really good for them. It's a, vers- it's a versatile defender, like we said, who can shoot, the, who can knock down corner threes. Not really effective from anywhere else, but good defenders, corner threes, which is good for them. And they should accept Shake Milton's contract. He's though he hasn't been very instrumental. I think he can still develop and get some good minutes. Yeah. So, moving on some to some trades. Not every team is going to have like potential trades, but I think the 76ers need like a shakeup, and especially with Tobias Harris. So. And yeah. the thing with Tobias Harris is he's definitely not terrible. So you yeah. can definitely get for sure um, a decent trade package together with him. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I was, so I was just putting these together, and obviously these like and we we kind of have to look at it both sides of the table to see if both teams would agree to this. So the first trade I was thinking is um, the Hawks get Tobias Harris in a 2023 second round pick, and the Sixers get John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. That solves their uh, rebounding problem. Yep, and um, I though I don't think that's nearly enough for John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. I think like a trade along the lines of that would be really helpful for the 76ers. Yeah. Next, the 76ers could get Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and PJ Tucker, which well they're not they're helps their shooting and their three and D. Yeah, they're well since they're about to sign PJ Tucker, it doesn't really yeah make sense to include kind of them. Outdated. But yeah, so um, 
the Heat could get Tobias Harris and a first and, a, and two second round picks. So that would be hmm. interesting for them. I don't know. You think that's too much for Tobias Harris, though? You think I, it's? I think. Oh, hang on. How many first round picks do you? That's one. That's one first round pick. One, okay. one and two seconds. But I, uh, is it too much for Tyler Hero? Like, do the he would the he even want Tobias Harris's contract and his his play style on their team? Like, I agree. I don't know. So mm, yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure. But um, I think they just need to move off of this Tobias Harris experiment because it's clearly not worked for the past two years, and they had to go pursue a three and D guy. Like, I think DeAndre Hunter. Uh, or John Isaac maybe could be really good because they can they can stretch the floor and they can guard at a high level, which is what they really need. What's it? Yeah, yeah. And then um, Shopper on Matisse Thibel maybe, uh, though he like is a really strong defender. Uh, like we said, he has the Ben Simmons problem where the team can just leave him open and they can just go double Embiid and or Harden or whoever. And um, I this trade is I think it's kind of plausible, but also like. I don't know if the Trailblazers would do it, but the Sixers would get Josh Hart, who is a who's like one of the best rebounding guard forwards in the NBA, which yeah. would just help super, a lot. Super aggressive on the glass. Yeah, and he can uh, he can stretch the floor and guard at a pretty good level. And the Blazers would get Matisse Thybul, Furkan Korkmaz, and Jaden Springer, uh, and pl- maybe a second round pick or some picks for Josh Hart. I think that would be yeah. a really helpful trade for them. So. I agree. Yep. Josh Hart, I feel like Josh Hart um, could potentially fit well there. Yeah. Yep. So that's basically all we have. Uh, the one other thing I would say is. This is uh, well, the, no, it's not another trade. It's the. Oh, oh, oh. I'm talking oh, oh, about. Oh, the uh, Doc Rivers. Thing. Yes. I'm talking about Doc Rivers' future as a 76ers head coach. I wouldn't say he's done a bad job. I wouldn't say it's a glaring problem, I should say. Yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe think about it. Maybe not make any rash decisions now. I think we the I think they need to apply some pressure to maybe uh maybe uh I don't know, incentivize him somehow to because if you think about it, Doc Rivers has never gotten past the second round and for any team except uh the 2008 the, the KG yeah. Paul Pierce Celtics. Yeah. Uh he's never gotten past the second round, which is like that's a that's a red flag right. right there. So, though he he's considered one of the best coaches in the NBA right now, they haven't when results have not been time, there. Yeah, sure. Results results have not been there. Yeah, and like if he, I, I would like I would want him to have more input on personnel because like he 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 all tried to do with Ben Simmons that didn't work, and now Matisse Thybul and all these lineups that try to like. Double Embiid, even though he's still scoring, it's just he has to somehow get some input into the front office. So I don't know that Doc Rivers' future might should be considered. So I agree. So that just about does it for the first episode of Indie Analysis. Indie Analysis. I, it's I think it's gonna catch on. I think it's gonna catch on. <laughs> Start get that baby trending <laughs> on Instagram. Indie Analysis. Speaking of Instagram. <laughs> Oh, before that, before that, we're going to be launching this series on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So the long wait is over. We've had many requests to try to get this podcast on Spotify. Many. Just, many. Just Our mailboxes are full. <laughs> Our DMs are on fire. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but, yeah, so now you can just go listen to that on Apple Podcasts without... Having to deal with ads or anything. We're on Spotify? 
We're going to be. Man, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, bro. Spot. Mm. That sounds good, don't mm. it? Yeah, sir. So except you won't be able to sweet see our sweet sweet. Yeah, faces. if you if you just want to see us, uh, there's all es- especially me. Like I know I get I get that I do. Okay, I do. Okay. I want I wish I could see me more, but there's just not enough mirrors. Yeah. Okay. That's it's not that's, that's not narcissistic at all. But Sometimes I just like to pull out my phone, and just turn it off, so it's just the black screen. I can just see my face. Sometimes I like to go on Instagram and. and uh, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, me too! And this is my favorite account. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, yeah. You yeah, should. Yeah. You guys should go check it out. It's called the Pick and Roll Podcast. Underscore and no spaces. No spaces. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.